Sacred, a podcast ministry of Colton Lutheran Parish. I am Herb Woundedhead, the pastor of Colton Lutheran Parish, and the Friday edition is things to look forward to in our worship on Sunday, mainly centered around a text, but usually it's around the gospel. This week's gospel is Luke 13, 10 through 17, where Jesus heals a crippled woman. And Jesus does some interesting things here and has a bit of a conflict with the religious leader of the synagogue. So the story really goes with this uh, woman who it says has been bent over for 18 years. Now, can you imagine what it would be like to be bent over in such pain that you can't stand up for 18 years? She probably can't see anyone in the eye. She would have to turn her head awkwardly in some way to be able to, you know, even have a conversation with someone or walking down a busy road in this day and age is something. I can't imagine what it would have been like then with people there, but she's bent over and she's in the crowd, and Jesus sees her. Jesus sees her, sees her condition, her ailment, and sets her free. Lays his hands on her, and she is relieved of her pain. Instantly, she stands up. Now, can you imagine then the feeling that she would have had of being set free? being liberated from this condition that she's had for 18 years would put a whole new perspective on things. And it would put a whole new way of looking at the world, looking at her life, being able to relate with people, being a part of the community. It's just a amazing story. One that should be rejoiced over. But the leader of the synagogue protests, not because the woman is healed, but because this is considered work on the Sabbath, according to the leader of the synagogue. Sabbath work is forbidden because you are supposed to take a day of rest. So people, some people took that very, very strictly. So there were only certain things that you could do, certain conditions of, of things. And we're not going to go over those and maybe not even look at the, the really relevance of those. But 
what you can see is that there is a different perspective on what it means to be a Sabbath people. Jesus hears this protest and Jesus retorts in a way that says, you know, y'all work on the Sabbath anyway with just your animals. Shouldn't a human being be given freedom on exactly this day that honors God? It's what the Sabbath day is created for too. And commanded even that we take this time to honor God and to rest. So at the end of Jesus talking to the synagogue leader and his retort to him, the crowd rejoices. I mean, can you imagine a cheering crowd behind Jesus rejoicing at all of the wonderful work that he was doing? It's just an amazing scene for me in, in my mind's eye as people are walking down probably a, a dusty road and people following Jesus. He goes and he sees this woman, lays his hands on her. Like, you know, she doesn't, she doesn't ask for this. She doesn't come up and plea like other people do in the Gospels. Jesus sees her and he stops and heals her. Jesus sees her pain. Jesus stops her world, gives her Sabbath, and sets her free. Now, the Hebrew word for Sabbath is Shabbat, which as a verb means simply to stop. Stop and rest. The world will continue to turn. The world does not depend on whether or not you're working on a certain day, whether you're being productive on the Sabbath. It just means to stop. And more than that, and it's more than just about you. According to the Sabbath law and the Ten Commandments, you should let your servants rest. It's almost a way for the people of Israel to remember what it was like for them to be slaves and to remember how it was to work without rest. The other thing about Sabbath keeping was one of the ways, it was one of the ways that the Jewish people defined themselves and even kept their identity over long centuries of living in, in exile and being cast out all over the Fertile Crescent, living as strangers in a strange land. There were no other people that had a weekly day of rest. So this was one of the ways that they maintained their identity. To be able to stop, to be able to bask in God's presence one day out of the week. So you can kind of see what the synagogue leader is getting around to. He says, this, this should be about God. It shouldn't be about this. But Jesus, in a way, says, well, yeah, it is about God. 
what he's doing, what God continues to do to work to set people free, to give them liberation in a way by restoring their humanity and their place in society, their place in the community. So to be set free from your bondage means to be stopped by Jesus. When I first read this text, there are two times in this little reading where Jesus talks about being set free. And one of the things that usually rings in my head is usually contemporary culture, uh, just because that's who I am. (laughs) It's not really what interests me. Well, it kind of is what interests me. But one of the things about it is that I'll always have some sort of song or image or movie that's embedded in my brain when I hear a certain word or phrase. And the certain word or phrase or contemporary image that came to mind for me was this, what is now a 30-year-old song by Garth Brooks. Garth Brooks wrote this song called, We Shall Be Free. And it's an homage, uh, a tribute to gospel-centered music that you hear um, in the, you know, sort of gospel-centered type church. Not that we aren't a gospel-centered church, but I, I think you know what I'm talking about, is that you see these gospel choirs and these these folks who all are just magnificent singers singing in in harmony. And just the energy that comes from that. So Garth Brooks writes a song called We Shall Be Free. And he he talks about the different things that he hopes will happen when we will all be free. I, I love that song because it's completely different than anything Garth Brooks has ever done. And I would even go so far as to say that Garth Brooks kind of tainted country music, but that's just... You know, that's that's my hot take on the way our country music is today. And, you know, we can talk about that some other time. But anyway, Garth Brooks is talking about the hope in the future of things to come. And I think the beauty of this gospel text and what Jesus is doing is that the hope that is wished for And Jesus is right now that Jesus sets us free from whatever bondage weighs us down from whatever we are burdened by today. Jesus and God wills life for you in Jesus. God sets you free from whatever binds you. God forgives you. God heals you. God releases you from all that is weighing you down. Now, sometimes this isn't an easy process. It, some, it, it takes a little work to be able to clearly come into the kind of acquiescence or surrender of being healed. It's not a quick or easy process because it's hard 
to get let go of those burdens that we have carried for so long because they're a part of us. And if we let them go, sometimes we're not really quite sure who we would be without them. To that, I would say, we are baptized in Christ Jesus. And so through that, we are a new creation. We are not defined by our burdens. We are not our pain. We are not our past. What the gospel does is speak a new word into those old patterns that we hang on to so closely. And that new word is that Jesus sets us free. Because we are baptized, I are, our identity is now in Christ who sees us clearly as we are so that we can be the people God has created us to be. So this weekend, may you grow into that Christian identity of being set free to let go of those burdens, let go of the pain, to try and let go and give those things to God continually because that, that is what we need to do. Each day takes a little bit more time. Each day takes a little bit more away. So may you find that your identity is in the freedom that Christ has given to you to be you and to be who God loves. So have a good weekend, everybody. I hope that everyone stays safe. I know that up here we are full into the school year. So I hope everybody's having a good year and that throughout this year, may you be able to also take the time to rest and to stop and to see clearly the you that God is. Take care, everybody.